Good morning. This is MT Clark, um, and this is the MT for Christ 24-7 podcast. And this is Bible study uh, with the Sincatis with Arthur and Susanna Sincati and my lovely wife, Tammy Lynn Clark. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. And uh, as a as a as a, uh, um, geez, as a as a promotional thing or whatever, just an announcement for the podcast to let everyone know who's either watching or listening that uh, this message um, obviously will be uploaded to uh, YouTube um, today um, as soon as I can get it uploaded. And uh, and just to announce that we had previous podcasts that were released that were audio, but we had recorded them on Zoom, but we hadn't um, intended to release the audio, but we've since changed our minds about that and we're, we've decided to roll them out um, from the beginning to the end until we're all caught up. And uh, last, this past Wednesday, I released uh, our first Zoom session, which was Don't Deny the Power. So if you wanna see that study, it's on the YouTube channel. And um, this week um, after this study is up, um, uh, we'll be uploading the next one that we did, which was New Wine. So we're, you'll get two Bibles for, for a time, you'll get two Bible studies a week instead of just the one. So. Which is fun because, you know, sometimes with this COVID thing, a lot of churches used to have a Wednesday yeah. um, church service and Bible right. study. And so with us uploading on Sundays, like we usually do, mm -hmm. fresh one, and then you go back into when we first started with doing the Zooms. Right. Uh, and on Wednesday, then just bring That's, people together, you uh, It's know. funny you mentioned that. That's what I was thinking too, because it just happened in my schedule that Wednesday was the first day I could actually sit down to upload one. And I could have rifled off a bunch, but then I was like, let's just do it one, one at a time until we catch up to uh, Resurrection Sunday. So it'll just be a handful, you know, uh, you know, actually a handful, probably like a dozen messages. Well, that's um, that Cool. that will do and that'll probably get you to summertime and then you won't want to do a bible study you'll be out on the beach or whatever wow. i don't know <laughs> but, well, we're and, by then, and by then i'll probably figure something else out for the midweek gap because um personally my my uh discipleship ministry uh ends in june and uh i'll probably okay. uh i'm, I'm considering doing some sort of class or teaching uh, basically to release so oh, that'd be great maybe we can join in on that wednesday night too because that could be a, a really great thing for all of us to be a part of and right maybe even encourage some other people to join a zoom face right and, um, that's what i yeah i you know i'm announcing that right now without a concrete plan but that's what i'm thinking we'll let the lord take care of that one right, <laughs> right. Tammy Lynn's like going, yeah but anyway oh, tammy lynn is going to get baptized today that's right. That's, That's right. wonderful. I'm so proud of you, Dolly, and happy for you. That's exciting. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Your, your face shows it all. It's, it's yeah. being, mm -hmm. That's grand. It is a step. A lot of people think, you know, well, didn't you get baptized as a as a, an infant in some churches or as a you know as a young child you know dedicated we we dedicated all three of our children in the church when they were you yeah. know infants but that's mm -hmm. different that's where we as parents say mm -hmm. we are going to you know join with the church family and we are going to raise our children in the fear and admonition of god and then claim the verse that says when they're old they'll not depart from it train them up in the way they should go 
And so when we get to be grown-ups, when we get to be of age, and I'm sure Mark, you and Tammy Lynn, and Arthur too can, can attest to this, that there's something different. Mm -hmm. There's something different. When I was seven, I knew that I wanted the Lord in my heart, and that's when mm -hmm. I was baptized. I went up to the front. I was part of a Baptist church, walked up to the front, and told the pastor that I wanted to be baptized, and he was like, oh, okay. And so we mm -hmm. had the talk, we had the conversation and he said, yep, she knows what she wants and she knows what she's doing. And so at that point I was baptized, but some people have to wait until they go through life mm. and, yes. and see things and then recognize and really understand that it's, it's just, it doesn't get you saved. Yeah, it's right. just showing, it's an outward showing that you're obedient to the call of Christ. Right. Sure, Frank. That's something that we can... <clears throat> Unfortunately, formalized to an extent that is unhealthy in the church, but mm. uh, it doesn't diminish its importance either at the same time. Uh, right. Expressions of, of baptism. And I don't know, maybe we'll do a, a study on baptism soon enough. Uh, that, right. that would be very, a very, it's a very rich topic. But mm. we'll let, let Tammy Lynn get baptized first, okay? Well, there you go, the before and after, before or whatever. Yeah. I'm not the author of the study, Arthur, but you know, it's sort of a, like, uh, I'll just put it up there and you can slam dunk it, I guess. Well, yeah, yes. you know, well how about we start off? Whatever the spirit leads you to do, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, for your uh, blessedness and your uh, presence here this morning. We uh, more than invite your presence lord we relish and deeply desire your mm -hmm. your presence this morning in a in a richness and in a fashion that is uh, uh captivating uh, for our souls and uh, you are the lover of our souls we uh, look to you this morning lord god for uh, our sustenance for every aspect of of life which you have uh, uh, very meticulously orchestrated lord god we recognize that we give you praise we give you honor for it for the majesty the wonder the complexity of your creation and we're so grateful to be gathered here together on a gorgeous spring uh summer uh, uh sunny morning sunday morning um yes jesus a day of rest which you have uh, ordained and carved out of the week uh, on our behalf, for our for our benefit, not for <laughs> that for some religious uh, uh, component, but Lord God, we're grateful for it, and we mm -hmm. we take this day of rest. We dedicate it to you. Mm -hmm. We look intently into your word. We desire to hear your voice, and we ask for your blessing over our time together here mm -hmm. this morning. In all those. Uh, wonderful dynamics in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So uh, today's uh, today's lesson is 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 entitled uh, "My All in All," and uh, I'd like to begin with a story that I heard. Uh, I'm not certain. It's one of those preacher stories that you, you're never cer certain if uh, it's uh, what the source is or if it's even true. Or <laughs> and I'm sure it's been embellished in various ways along the years. So that really, if if the original characters ever heard the story, that say, "What are you talking? That's not what happened." But, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a go anyway. <laughs> right. <clears throat> The story's told of, a, of an art collector <clears throat> many years ago <clears throat> who had uh, uh, 
a world-renowned collection, perhaps one of the finest in the world. And uh, he had a son who was also a, a budding artist. He studied, he uh, tried, he's not very accomplished uh, in truth, but he certainly made, made an effort. And uh, in the course of time, this was during the Great War, World War I, his son uh, enlisted in the war effort, became very um, zealous for what was, what was happening in the world, and he went overseas and he was tragically killed in, in battle. Uh, time went on, the collector, the art collector sort of um, <clears throat> grieved the loss of his son, became something of a hermit, and then he passed away too without really leaving the collection to anyone, there was a great auction that was uh, going to happen to auction off the collection. And art collectors came from all over the world to view and to bid on the collection, art dealers. It was all the, the names in the art world had come in order to purchase these magnificent works of art. And so what happened was uh, the auctioneer stood up to the podium and he unveiled the first piece, and it was a it was a it was a portrait, um, and it was rather uh, uh, not what everybody expected, uh, not very interesting. And he asked if there were anyone was willing to bid, and the crowd kind of stirred. Uh, nobody said anything for for a time, and uh, uh, the auctioneer said, "Can I can I have?" Uh, uh, $20. And still, uh, there was a confusion and nobody, people were reluctant and people were starting to murmur, where's, where's the real collection? Bring out, bring out the, uh, uh, the good stuff, so to speak. And finally, <clears throat> in the back of the room, uh, a voice came up and he said, I'll, I'll bid $50. And so the auctioneer said, I have a bid of $50. Do I hear 75 and there was silence, nobody bidded. And uh, the auctioneer brought down his gavel and he said, um, going once, going twice, going three times. And he brought down the gavel and he says, sold to that man in the back of the room for $50. The man in the back of the room happened to be the housekeeper. And uh, he recognized the portrait. It was the self portrait that the son had done. It wasn't very good, it was rather crude, but it was a self-portrait and it meant a lot to the art collector. And then what, uh, an interesting thing happened. The auctioneer closed his book. He went up to the microphone and he made an announcement that the auction is now closed. And mm -hmm. the situation was such that the man had left in his will just one uh, commandment. He said, I want my collection auctioned off and whoever takes the sun gets the whole collection. So, you know, that uh, the housekeeper in the back saw something that nobody else saw. Uh, um, and um, he was uh, w willing to step out and, and uh, embrace, embrace the sun and take the sun's um, uh, self-portrait, even though it was, uh, didn't seem like much, but um, he got the whole collection. And, and that story always really spoke to my heart because this is what, what you know, happens to us in, in Christ. Uh, we take the son and we get the whole package. Uh, he doesn't seem like much, you know, bruised man on a cross, uh, 
Isaiah speaks of his coming as one uh, calmly and, and not much to look at, uh, despised by men. Uh, and uh, yet, and, and the world sneers, you know, the world mm. uh, sneers because uh, we know what's, uh, what's all that in a bag of chips. We know what that looks like. Uh, and, and Jesus certainly doesn't, um, doesn't fit the bill for that. Mm. But yet <clears throat> he offers himself uh, humbly uh, to us. And of course, we, we know the backstory, at least now we do. We, maybe we didn't fully know what that day, you know, when we came, when we were seven years <laughs> old and we, we, mm -hmm. we came up to an old fashioned altar, but we know it now in the richness of it. And we're enjoying the, the, the whole collection. And uh, so this morning, uh, is the study sort of kind of uh, bounces off last week. Last week we did, uh, we talked about um, revival. Mm -hmm. This morning's scripture comes from 2 Corinthians 4, 7, and in the NS, uh, NABS, <laughs> that was a mouthful, um, we see 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, so that the surpassing greatness of the, po of the power will be of God and not from us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really want to emphasize this as a kind of follow-up message on uh, this topic and the subject matter of, of revival that we spoke about last week, because revival, uh, unfortunately, is, uh, is, uh, is a thing that can be easily uh, corrupted, easily mm -hmm. misunderstood. And so we'll take a, a peek at that this morning. I wrote that the, the various uh, complexions of what we've come to call revival, I may have inadvertently depicted revival as something akin to heaven on earth. Mm. And the truth of the matter is it's not. <laughs> and it's, it, 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 it is the, maybe a best, a glimpse, uh, a foretaste, uh, touching uh, the edge of his garment. I like to think of it uh, in that way. One indication of this is that revival dissipates. And mm -hmm. we talked about that last week. We talked about mm -hmm. how uh, it, tragically it, it, it fades away somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, and if, if such was not the case, uh, the whole world would be burning with revival because there have been so many campfires mm -hmm. of revival. And we talked about a lot of them last week, but all of those have tragically dissipated. Well, I think that it, it goes back, you know, you, you start us off in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4, but in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 7, it talks about, but this is mystery of death written in, and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel might, could not look steadfastly at the face of Moses because of the glory in his countenance, hmm. which the glory was passing away. Passing away. But then exactly. it goes on to say, so how will the ministry of the spirit be more glorious? For the ministry of condemnation and had glory, but the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. Yes. And even what was made glorious, Moses' face, had no glory in this respect, because the glory, which is Christ or God incarnate, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was, but that caused that glory exceeds all glories. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you talk about the revival being very glorious and exciting and all that kind of stuff and that it fades well of course yeah. it's going to because things dissipate things change because yeah. the ultimate glory yeah is god exactly 
Uh, and and that's a, exactly my point. Um, he he never uh, fades away. Uh, again, some of the <clears throat> indications that uh, revival is not heaven on earth uh, is whereas uh, uh, also revival is is subject to corruption. And uh, we talked a little bit about the revival at Brownsville in Florida, in Pensacola, back in '95. And you know that was subject to to corruption. It was subject to criticism. Was subject to uh, a church split, and uh, things crazy things happened when man got involved and started tinkering with it. Mm. Um, revival is a gift of the sovereign God, and it's for His honor and glory to draw people unto Himself. Right. It's not for our entertainment. Right, right. And, and I think it, that's the huge one. It, it does have an entertainment value that we can easily become confused about. Um, you know, it's almost like music ministry. And oftentimes our music ministry, and I've heard others in the past uh, declare that um, they're not up there to uh, entertain us. This is not a concert, you know, where you, where you sit back and just uh, enjoy the, the tunes, so to speak. Uh, but this is uh, a corporate uh, a gathering, a participation of of the uh, of 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 the uh, the liturgy mm-hmm. in old uh, um, high church. Was liturgy actually means a work of the people, right. a work of the people. So it's a corporate work. Yeah? Mm-hmm. When oftentimes when you hear a liturgical church, there's a response. Uh, what is called a responsorial sound where. Um, the, the cantor or the, the minister says one thing, the congregation responds to that. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it has to do with body ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the essence of it. So. I think one of the, the, the neatest things, you know, God has taken us to many, many different churches, denominations in our walk together as man and wife. And <clears throat> we've also had spent a, a short time in the Orthodox church. And that was really wonderful. We have, um, a gentleman who stays with us now, who's, who we are caretakers for, Father Mikola, and who was in the Ukraine and now is home, safe mm-hmm. and yeah. healing from his experiences there. But when we were part of that Orthodox Church, that was the, the really cool thing was because the, the choir was in the back of the church. And what we were meant to do was not to be you know, the, 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 the special songs or anything, we were just simply to, to go back and forth. The priest would say, or the, the, or the cantor, like you said, would say something. And then we would sing something and then he would say something and then we would say, and, but it was to encourage the whole congregation to sing with us. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that we were on spotlight or anything like that. And I always thought that that was a really wonderful way yeah. in which we can do that. We also sat once or twice in with the Dutch Reformed Church. And their choir, again, is in the back of the church, uh, up in a balcony where the organ is, the, the church that we go to in Kent and uh, Clawbrook. Yeah, that's right. Um, that exactly. was a wonderful church there. And uh, But again, the, the, the music ministry is not there to be... On display oh. or up front and center, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. The music ministry is there with, it, with the intent of encouraging the congregation... Mm be a part of the, of the, as you call it, of the liturgy, which is the work of the people. So Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what we've come to call, I think, in uh, contemporary Christianity or evangelical circles is body ministry. Yes. Body ministry. 
So it's a it's a corporate one man. What uh, Paul call is calls in Ephesians the one new man, where mm-hmm. it's not a, a ministry of of rock stars or a separation between mm-hmm. clergy and laity. Really, mm-hmm. we all have the invitation to come boldly before the throne of mm-hmm. grace mm-hmm. with our giftings, you know, and with mm-hmm. our uh, and with our needs, mm-hmm. and uh, to cry out to God that He might be our God. Mm-hmm. And, would be his people and that's the desire of his heart as we come together as 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 a, as a family you know the fa- uh, and the body of christ mm-hmm. um, really uh, enjoying his presence uh, together corporately there's a special dynamic in the corporate uh ministry and in, in corporate worship you know we know there's i know there's i'm sure there's people out there who are well, you know, I can I can worship God by the stream out in the by the brook, and, you know, and we commune, and I talk to Him, and, <laughs> and yeah. I don't like to you really. Uh, I'd like to know. As long as they're not saying I, I, I commune with Him as I'm hitting the golf ball, and say, Lord, will you please make sure? I make <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's a prayer. That's a, that's a legitimate prayer, isn't it? Uh, right. Yeah. yeah but, uh, but I do, you know, I do understand, folks, because I mean, even with with what happened with COVID, and I know Mark and and Ken experienced this too, where churches get closed, and we have to we have to try and come up with a different way of body ministry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I think that everybody talks how terrible COVID is in this, but you know, I think one of the really good things that happened, and Mark, you can probably talk to this too, is mm-hmm. that it caused families to kind of pull the wagons around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pull together. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny you should say that because during uh, during COVID, I mean, 2020 was, uh, you know, in my, in, my, in my life, I was looking, you know, to find a new place for me, me and my family to live um, as uh, things had shifted and I needed to find a place for me and my children. Um, and then, you know, so, and I was, so I was working two jobs, trying to find a house, and then, you know, things, this thing, COVID-19 came along um, to, uh, to shut down the churches. And if there was a time I needed, you know, a, a place to go to, um, to, to get strength and to worship the Lord. It was during that time. And so um, luckily technology allowed us to, um, to still worship and, um, yeah. You know, faithful men and uh, men and women of God, um, you know, rose up and invited people in their homes um, to to view because uh, we could all watch by ourselves. But in uh, in our church, the um, the small group leaders um, who were you know operating in that capacity before COVID uh, happened, um, you know, rose to the occasion and they stood up and they um, they welcomed people in their homes and. We would come together and and even though it was you know viewing viewing a service online uh through a tv set um we were together and we worshiped and we stood and we sung and praised the name of the lord together um and you know even though we weren't in the church you know in the church building the church was gathered together to support yeah. one another and and um, you know, uh, you know, it was in opposition to the spirit of fear um, that was going running rampant. Like I said, these, you know, this is in the early days of COVID where fear was, was high. 
and everything was shut down. And quite frankly, you know, I don't think we were supposed to be doing that, <laughs> you know, gathering together as, as a group of people. But we we decided, you know, the people who gathered, um, I was at Kevin at Kevin Lisa Johnson's house. The people who came together to worship the Lord decided that, you know, we were going to trust God more than than anything else. Right. And that our relationship to God was so important that we didn't want to forsake the, the, the congregation. You know, we didn't want to forsake the gathering of the saints. Right. And, and, you know, not everyone did that. Yeah. And um, it was a time of division, too. Um, whereas, you know, and for a year after, you know, from when it first dropped, you know, there was people coming and going and then there was waves of shutdowns and, you know, um, some people that that were there before COVID weren't after and they haven't come back, um, which shows, you know, shows us the importance of a deep personal relationship uh, with the Lord um, to really drive the corporate body. You know, because if, if it's not in you, you're not going to be able to bring it. And when something happens that's off script and not expected, you're going to just go, oh, OK, it's not happening this week. OK, I'll, you know, we'll check in later. Or what are you guys crazy getting together? Um, <laughs> that's dangerous. You know, We have dangerous faith. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was working two jobs at the time and and they were both essential jobs. Well, every, the, the streets were empty and the highways were empty and I had a decision to make and it was, right. are we going to do, are we going to live in fear? Are we going to trust the Lord with our lives to just go out there and, and, and sure. do what we have to do. And, you know, when you, when you walk in faith, your, your faith is always rewarded. And, right. and you know, that season when everything was shut down, that was a season of, of, of uh, deep hope, deep trust, and yes, yes. Uh, and significant victory in my life is like unbelievable, and yeah, I, I'm I'm still I'm still enjoying it because just the other day I checked an email that I had used during that, and I saw all these documents of me looking for a house, and so while I was in that corporate <laughs> gathering every week, I was reporting to my brothers and sisters in Christ what I was doing to get to get out of Egypt and, and get to the promised land. Sure. And so, so not only were we just there to sing songs, I was there to, to tell my story and to unburden my heart about everything I was walking through. And sure. I got support and built up in that body of Christ. And that's, that's what revival is. You know, when yes. you yeah. trust and you step mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I it's, remember those days, Mark had this really cool little mask with a black mask with a white cross on it. I thought, <laughs> you still have that? Still I have still that? do. Yeah, I still have it. And that was it. I was, so when all the masks were mandated, I was like, okay, I'm going to wear a mask, black mask, white cross. This is what it's about. And this is, this is who I am. I, I stand behind the cross. I don't, you know, you're not just, you know, you're not I'm just flaunting uh, it. Because because uh, that because that mask wasn't going to protect me, but I knew my faith in Christ. Faith in Christ, exactly. yes, the faith exactly. in Christ. had me secure. You know? Yeah, and that's what that's what's yeah. important. I think if, if if revival brings anything, that's what it should be bringing. It should, and uh, the point that I really want to emphasize that I I felt as though I I didn't really 
because you, you can even get excited talking about revival. You mm -hmm. can get very excited talking about it, looking mm -hmm. at the past uh, uh, majesty of it and wonder and excitement. But we should never, or I should never be on revival. We shouldn't be seeking revival, but it should be on Christ. Right. Uh, right. Not on the gift, yeah. but on the, on the giver. Mm -hmm. in, in deep, Amen. James says that every good and, and perfect gift comes down from above and comes down from the father of lights in whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Mm -hmm. So yes. uh, it's easy to get distracted by the gifts. Um, Israel, we see how Israel experienced this, this sort of roller coaster faith, mm -hmm. uh, most particularly in, in the book of Judges, but then repeated on a larger scale in, in Kings. Uh, Samuel and Kings, how they would have this uh, rich time of renewal or revival where uh, the nation the was just on fire for the things of God and for tearing down the uh, high places and mm -hmm. for uh, breaking down the, the altars of Baal and, and all those um, outward manifestations of, of faith. But yet their hearts were... It, in some capacity, far from God. Mm -hmm. And when blessing came, the blessing became um, uh, kind of fixated upon and mm -hmm. sort of all-consuming. And then it even became demanding. So then, you know, the, the, the vision shifted from the giver uh, to the gift. And whether it was enjoying the gift or even maintaining the gift, that was a whole uh, a different scenario, and and God moves away from that. He right, he, right. he he moves away from that. Our sufficiency is in Christ, and in, in Christ alone, and hence the, the title. He is he's my all in all. He alone is our all in all. This was a this is what compelled the Apostle Paul to say such seemingly contradictory statements as uh, not that I speak. Uh, uh, in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am in to be content. That's Philippians uh, 4.11, you know, mm -hmm. which, uh, breaks through to uh, Philippians 4.12, which says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, or, or Christ who strengthens me. And, and, and then he says uh, in, in Philippians 3.10, he says that I may know him both in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering. So um, we don't uh, go out and invite suffering. We don't look for it. We don't say, bring it on. Uh, but we can square our shoulders back in, in, in the wake or in the, in, in the midst of, of, of suffering, knowing that it's temporal mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that uh, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world, oh, that yeah. we can wear our shoulders back and endure right. because that's not the thing. That's not the point of, of focus or, or fixation, mm -hmm. ultimate fixation. I was just thinking when you were saying that, you know, um, so many times we, we there's this uh, syrupy gospel that's preached in churches that's, you know, just come to Jesus and all your troubles will be taken care of. Sure. Everything will be fine. Everything will be good. But that's not necessarily true. I mean, there is a measure of that, yes, but even Jesus, when he had the two brothers come and say, we want to ask you something to sit on your right and on your left, and Jesus said, well, it's not mine to give, but you will participate, in, and you will get, have all these good things, and then he said, and persecutions. A lot of people like want to read the list that Jesus gave of all the good things, 
Right. And they want to leave off that last little one word persecution because they're like, right. what? I don't want to be persecuted. Yeah. But that's part yeah. of our faith. That's part of our, our being because Christ suffered. Just as Paul said here, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. Everybody's like, yeah, I want power. I want to be able to touch okay. people. I want to be able to heal people. I want to be able to say, Lord, I need groceries. And they show up on my front porch. Mm. It says, and the fellowship of his suffering. Right. Oh, what? Yeah. You know, wait a minute. You know, Mark, I think you've talked about this in the yeah. past. You got saved. And like right. And, well, it's like, um, you know, really, I mean, this, that, that, that just that story about COVID. I mean, this, little did we know that we were going to have our faith tets, tested and 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 have to go through a period of suffering uh in our faith and we and we watch people walk away we that hurts um you know what's this all about but the thing is you know we grow you know it's the struggle you know the old that's the analogy of the caterpillar wouldn't go into you know needs to struggle out of the cocoon to become the butterfly to be strong sure. uh, to grow and it's, it's the it's the it's the uh, the crops that get blown around and are able to stand and you know that are the ones that'll flourish and not break uh, that can bend and uh, you know this this season what we've been through in the last couple of years is really gonna you know we're gonna look back on these days and say you know we were faithful we were strong we we persevered and uh, that's that's what it's all about when we put our focus on him and him alone. Yes, um, yes. Well, that's that's when we grow and and yes. it's not the gifts as arthur said oh we're not having this rip roaring time um we're focused on the giver um the one who provides uh, all things even in what even in all circumstances when things aren't going great um we can rely on his strength and that's where um, your next quote on the outline comes in um you know big john piper's quote says God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Yes, and, yes, yes. You know, it's, um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, that's it, you know, because what else you got? Well, they well, took this, they took that, they took everything, but right. we have, we are in Christ. We still have him and mm -hmm. we can point to one another and say, he's in you and, uh, we can, you know, we can hold each other up <laughs> like it's the old, uh, you know, the 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 penguin movie, the March of the Penguins, the penguins all gathered around to protect each other from the wind, you know, and yes. the wind was blowing, brother. And, you know, we, you know, the ones who stood, the ones who were faithful throughout and still are, didn't didn't take a break, uh, didn't disappear. Um, they're the ones who are going to be able to say I was there, you know. Mm -hmm. I was there. I was faithful through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. sure. And the revelations is going to yeah. b bolster that up too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, in, indeed. Uh, revival is, is great. It's wonderful. We always uh, talk about the, the high points in, in life and, and the exciting experiences, so to speak. We don't, we don't sit around and exalt the mundane, but God is working in the mundane as well. He's mm -hmm. working in the uh, um, hard times and in, in the tragic times and in the times of, of suffering. He's uh, 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 doing a, a deep work in us. We don't live on the mountaintop mm. is, nope. is the point uh, that I, I really want to emphasize. And mm. uh, 
we uh, would in in giving a marriage kind of uh, motif mm -hmm. what what husband is is interested in in a half-hearted or lukewarm or uh, distracted bride uh, uh, suppose a, a, a bride was only interested in what she could get out of the marriage you know we hey okay, <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy come on uh, we've heard true. about the gold digger you know why right. only interested mm -hmm. in, in what they can get right. and, and so i it breaks my heart with it, the prosperity gospel when it's taken out to an extreme mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. uh it's that's that's all that is being preached or expressed or conveyed mm -hmm. that uh um is you know what's in it for you what's in it for you is christ and you already have him. You right. is he is uh, um, yours, mm -hmm. and that's established. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, and and I shall not want. Whether I abase or abound, those are peripheral uh, elements of life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the terra firma, which is very small. You know, mm -hmm. man is, is but grass. The grass withers. The flower mm -hmm. of the grass fades away. Um, but uh, the word of the Lord endures forever. And eternity is long, and so and this is what we're we're driving towards. So we become so consumed with the experience in the moment, and tragically, uh, this has given uh, some sectors of the church and revival a, a, a bad name. Mm -hmm. uh, it 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 lends itself towards celebrityism. It lends itself towards um, you know the the prophet or the man of God or the move of God and all those things as if to say that everything, everything else that happens in between is of no consequence. Mm. Um, and mm. it, it, that's such is not, such is just not the case. Right. And we, some of the expressions, whether it's the TV evangelist or uh, the mega church or mm. some of the expressions that, uh, all become to the wayside. very uh, uh, worldly in their uh, expression. Mm. So I understand why um, certain denominations, certain sectors of the church, uh, call this strange fire. They call it. They reject it as a as a legitimate outpouring of the Holy Spirit because it seems fraught with uh, folly, worldliness, and uh, and all about emotions and feelings. Uh, that's, that's, I believe that's equally as, as unfair and dangerous to deny the reality of a move of God where there are genuine healings, where there are genuine deliverances, where there are uh, um, uh, multiple salvations, people come into the, into the kingdom. But our tendency to uh, both corrupt and, um, and, and lose you know, the essence of what's going on is an unfortunate expression of revival. I think what kind of happens is it, what brought it to my mind was like a, you go to a, a vending machine. <laughs> you're going in and you, you choose something and you get a good, you, something good comes out of the vending machine. And I think that when we, sometimes when we go into churches where they're only talking about the, the, the happy, happy, happy stuff, you know, you're going, you know, your work, your life's going to be so much better. Your, you know, your finances are going to be better. Your, your home's going to be better. Your marriage is going to be better. Your kids are going to be better. It's like, it's like a vending machine. I, I put, I go in on Sunday. I put my, my Sunday attendance in and I'm going to get something out at the bottom. that's going to be good. Yeah. I, I've often said to people, I said, if God never gives you another blessing, 
if all that you have had is that's it that's all he's going to give you from now until you go to eternity are you going to stop worshiping god are you going to stop seeing him as your savior are you going to stop seeing who he is is what you see and what you have in him based on the vending machine mode yeah i'll only love you god if you give me this yeah then what how shallow is your love that's that's the seed on on the the, the shallow ground that springs up and is happy but when mm. the sun comes and when the blessings stop oh well then god doesn't you know this god stuff is not for it's for the birds it's not for me right yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a great analogy uh, that's uh, very true in, indeed and so we have to check ourselves against such uh um such uh moving down those paths uh, because it can it can make our faith very uh, subjective and 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 very tenuous you know all of a sudden we start thinking that well maybe uh um maybe buddhism is a better idea you know that those those guys I try something else right if it's not working anymore else, try something I'll, else get all my bases covered maybe those guys see oh boy like they have it all together with the the robes and stuff. And Satan's going to use those kind of uh, things to, exactly. to, to cause you to be distracted. Mm-hmm. I like what Pastor Finn used to say, Pentecostals get distracted by the holy place yeah, where the gifts are. Right. But there is a more intimate place yeah. called the holy of holies. And that's mm-hmm. within your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the place we're dri- driving towards that, that place of intimacy, which I, I, I probably speak about quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the thing that we we really long for. That's not always satisfied um, by uh, church or revival. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, those uh, that that intimate place with God is the real uh, desire of our hearts to to get into that that holy of holies. And we can't be distracted by the gifts that, sure. that, because yeah. it's it's very enthusiastic and very exciting. But no, um, Revelations two. Two or three talks about the church in Ephesus, and it says uh, uh, you've left your first love. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever we engage this um, this component of, of love, this love uh, motif, uh, we're really getting into the essence of the gospel. Jesus uh, compels us seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Yeah. So, in our relationship with Him, um, He may seem aloof at times. <laughs> you know, this, the psalmists, Psalm 42, uh, the, uh, the deer uh, panting after the water brook the, uh, from thirst. Uh, but this is, is not without purpose. It stirs us towards a, a, a deeper hunger. There's always a deeper place in God that we can, be, that we can find and be, be drawn into. Um, a love affair <clears throat> or the dynamics of a love affair uh, uh, in the in the Christian faith are are the very aspects that defy law, defy form, and defy you know stale, lifeless religion. Mm-hmm. And we've seen expressions of all those things, and we t- talk about them. We sometimes sneer at them, and we and, and things of that sort. But um, uh, uh, it's the it it's the place of just falling in love with Christ mm. that. <clears throat> is most satisfying to our souls, mm-hmm. most driving for, uh, to, for our hearts. Uh, cold, stale religion, you know, will satisfy for a season the accolades and, mm-hmm. um, 
Right. The, the, you can see the, the righteousness in the word and, yeah. and stand by it as that's the right thing to do. And we're doing everything right. And it quickly turns into, um, you know, legalism, whereas it's, it's exactly. not about a relationship with the Lord. It's about, you know, me doing yeah. the right thing and aren't I nice and holy or whatever, or I'm better, or it's even, you know, it's, it's even worse because it's usually relative, you know, well, I'm better and I'm better than all those guys. They don't know the truth. I know the truth. And, yeah. you know, yeah. and you separate yourself from, from God and man that way, because suddenly you're lifting yourself up as being so wise for following the word of the Lord. And then, you know, you're sort of denigrate your, your, your neighbors because they're not doing it. And that's an easy trap to fall into because you're like, why isn't anyone following, you know, and, you know, um, as much as I push discipleship, it's always, you know, an encouragement is that, you know, I'm just trying to testify of the goodness of the Lord and, and what he's done. And it's not about doing everything right. And, um, you know, we have to have, and all our performance, our obedience or whatever has to be, you know, born from a place of love and, you know, the realization of what God's done for us and the love he's given us should be reciprocated in terms of, you know, we need to love him back. It's only what Indeed. Christ commanded us to do, <laughs> you know, to love the Lord, your God. And it's not, you know, and, and what did he say? If those who love me, they will keep my commandments. So right there, it's not because I, because I say so. Uh, <laughs> it's because you guys love me. You'll do what I, you know, and wh why would I tell you to do something? Is it going to be something bad or something restrictive? No, it's, it's because I love you and I care about you. Um, and I want you to do these things that will draw you closer to me and it will protect you. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the law, you know. Well, I was just thinking when Arthur brought up the Revelations 2 about the, the, the church, the different churches, church in Ephesus, but in, two, in Revelation 3, 7, it's called the faithful church. To the angel of the church of Philippi write, these things he has said most who is holy, he who is true, he who has the keys of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and he who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, <clears throat> kept my word, and have not denied me. Mm. Indeed, I will make those who of the synagogue of Satan, who, who are called Jews but are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet to know that I have loved you. Because you have kept my commandments to persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell in the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have and that no one may take away your crown. And I think that's kind of been the hallmark of what we've been talking about this morning is that mm. perseverance, there is a steadfastness. Yeah. It is all based on the fact that God loved us enough. Yeah to send his son to die on a cross, sure. a brutal death, mm -hmm. but yet not to stay in the grave, but to raise the third day and to be triumphant and victorious and now seated at the right hand of the father, interceding for us. Yeah. And we have to persevere. The church in Philippi was having to persevere against what they call the synagogue of Satan. Mm. So, you know, and we've seen that. We've seen that in our, our day, daily therapy. 
And that's a real heart. That's a real heartbreaker, guys, because, you know, this is the, uh, you know, Christ, the fulfillment of the Old Testament law. This is the these are the people that are supposed to know the truth more than anything. Right. And they have the Old Testament scriptures and we're, we're here to tell them the good news that Christ has come. The Messiah is here. There's, it's not like we thought it was, but he's here and they persecute us and they, uh-huh. you know, the, um, the, 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 the enemy comes in and takes what's good and t- twists it and right. turns it against, uh, you know, against its own people to, to blind them from the truth. Right. You yeah, keep right. them in chains and to make them do things they know are wrong. The exactly. whole the whole uh, trial of Christ, they knew it wasn't right, and they sure. did it anyway. Sure. But it finishes up with Philippi, and he says in verse 12, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall not go out anymore. I right. shall write in the name of my God. <clears throat> Sorry, and the name of my, the city of my God, the new Jerusalem shall come down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on them a new name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, uh, it's, uh, we, we did a study about the name uh, mm-hmm. a, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. Yeah. About how that is an expression of our, our identity. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course, the, the name of God written uh, on us and the new name given to us is... Uh, uh, just more uh, coloring in the history mm-hmm. of, of uh, what this thing is all about. Mm-hmm. And I sort of close here by saying that God is wooing us unto himself. Mm-hmm. So again, this is a love affair um, mm-hmm. with all the, the trappings and suggestions uh, of, uh, of a love affair. And it's reciprocal, or at least it, it, it should be reciprocal. You know, mm-hmm. it's intended to be um, <clears throat> And he's wooing us unto himself to be a, a people madly in love with our God because he's madly in love with us. Mm-hmm. And he expressed his part in the love, his side of the love relationship mm-hmm. by, as Susanna said, by sending uh, his son uh, into our mess, mm-hmm. into the midst of our mess um, to, to suffer, uh, to sacrifice. Uh, mm-hmm. to, you say to my kids, the, the three elements uh, or pillars of a love relationship or sacrifice, trust, and choice. And, mm. uh, you know, uh, Jesus chose to come. He chose to uh, press on and continue with the mission, uh, even uh, in the garden at Gethsemane. He, uh, he chose to, to continue. And so, uh, but he, he it's the sacrificial aspect of what God has done on our behalf, you know, drives us to uh, the similar... Uh, of, of sacrifice, realizing even the dog's going to weigh in on this. Right. Opinion, the thought. The, okay. the dog's praising. It is <laughs> consumed with the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> Our professional uh, studio. Cry out. You know what? And but uh, the little dog barking makes me think to say, that, you know, dear listener, dear viewer, remember mm. you have a choice too, and you can yeah. choose mm. Christ. Right. You can yeah. choose to accept him as your Lord and Savior. You can choose to make him your God. And, and we, we pray that you do that. We pray that you recognize that you're a sinner mm-hmm. and that you're in need of a Savior. Yeah. And that you can have a Savior. And all you have to do is confess with your mouth and trust in your heart. And it says, and you will be saved. Yeah. And then find a good place to learn to mm-hmm. how to persevere. Because yeah. it's not 
we're not here to give you that that sickly yeah. sweet gospel stuff. Right. It will be a hard road. There will be right. your friends will say, "What happened to you? Mm -hmm. You've changed. Why?" Yeah. But you have to recognize that you've changed for the better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I will say that sometimes uh, in 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 engaging uh, the gospel with people, we know that there's a there's a, a father wound. So people who um, hear the expression of God as our Father, our Heavenly Father, et cetera, et cetera, are um, uh, crushed and, and hurt and hesitant when when they when they hear that. And there, and in our culture, there are many love wounds as well. People who have who have been smitten by love, who don't uh, really uh, understand or have been hurt by. Um, unhealthy expressions of what and so it can also likewise be led to think for a moment well i don't you know what are they talking about you, you know i've looked at uh, love from both sides now and and uh and it's not that great i don't know what they but right. what's about the the love that's really uh, uh simmering in our hearts so, mm -hmm. you know uh, true love, true love. Oh, now we're going <laughs> to the This is true love. This is this is the thing that we really. This is the thing that we genuinely mm -hmm. long for. Right. And <laughs> our God is not an abusive lover. No. He's not a, um, uh, you know, on again, uh, off again, on again, off again, or or a lover that is uh, uh, in any way, shape, or form uh, going to uh, uh, use us uh, in, in any fashion. He, holds the universe in, in the palm of his hand, what, what does he need with us other than he chooses to uh, uh, shower his love and affections mm -hmm. upon us mm -hmm. and it, it uh, brings great joy all, mm -hmm. all the way around. Mm -hmm. So um, it, kind of a, uh, a different study today, not yeah. on, on one topic, but I, I really wanted to buttress the the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Got it. The uh, the uh, uh, study on revival because mm. I feel as though it, it can be sadly mis misunderstood and, and misinterpreted and misapplied in, in mm -hmm. the church. And mm. so let's keep um, a, a healthy view of a revival. We we certainly want we certainly want desire this for our nation, you know, which is mm -hmm. is so drifted from from the, the things of God uh, and needs a, a, a real, you know, Acts chapter two kind of outpouring of the Holy Spirit where the power of God is manifest and captivating mm -hmm. people, drawing them back into the fold, drawing them back un, unto himself. Mm -hmm. But yet we, we do not live on that mountaintop, yeah. you know. Um, there's a point when the meeting is finished uh, the the, the mm. go home. The, the lights in the sanctuary are are dimmed, and and life begins. Real life begins, and, and how we walk this out. Mm. Trust that we developed when we saw the reality of God poured out in 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 the sanctuary or, mm -hmm. or in our personal experience. How we walk that out is mm -hmm. you know that's the that's the essence of our of our Christian life uh, mm -hmm. because it's boring and sustaining. And it's, it really is our, our all in all. Mm -hmm. well, Mark, why don't you pray it out? Yeah. yeah.
Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together again to examine your word and to bask in the glory of who you are, Lord. As, as our Lord and Savior, we know that you are all in all. And um, Lord, it, that uh, the relationship we have with you is, is not, not um, rules and regulations. It's a love relationship, Lord. It's not a romance. It's an enduring love story that... That starts with uh, you opening our eyes and um, you calling us into your into your kingdom, and Lord, we thank you for 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 you doing that for us and uh, giving us life. And Lord, um, no matter what what happens or or where things go in this world, we'll know that um, that uh, you are in us and we are in you, as we are one in the spirit. Yes. And um, that uh, the body of Christ is where we get to exercise our faith and support one another as we as we walk through these times, and um, as we emerge, uh, you know, into new days and new seasons, we can look back and say we were faithful, Lord, yeah. um, because you were faithful to save us, and we were faithful to hear your call and answer it. And Lord, we just pray uh, today that we're faithful to worship you. Um, in spirit and truth, uh, let us uh, praise your name and thank you for all that we've done and to, uh, to encourage others um, in the hope of their faith and in the, the life that lies in uh, Jesus Christ. Lord, we just, we, we thank you and we know, um, you know, uh, things, things can go astray, but we know you'll always come. Uh, when, when you're called, you you answer, and um, and one day uh, you'll come and bring us uh, bring us to the promised land, and uh, we'll know that uh, you are the sovereign God that rules and reigns over all things. Lord, we pray for the um, uh, this worship service that we're going to be a part of today. We pray for the Holy Spirit to be poured out upon the pastors and the worship teams to glorify Your name and for us to be built up in our most holy faith and that uh, we'd be protected and guided by you um, until we see each other again next week. All these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you.